Did you know that you rarely see cars in TV car commercials? What? You say I'm full of it? You always see cars? Nope, not real cars. Most of the cars you see are CGI. Why is that? Well, today you lucked out again because... 149, Bill and Sean Johnston, the CG Bros, will be telling you all about why CGI is used instead of real cars when they answer the commonly asked question, why are most car commercials made with CGI? On the CG Bros, CG Insider Podcast. Welcome to the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast, and thank you so much for joining us. In today's episode, we're going to be answering a question from Michael P. from Austin, Texas, that he submitted on the Ask Us Anything page at thecgbros.com. Michael asks, why are most car commercials CGI? That's a great question, Michael, and by the end of our discussion today, you'll know why most car commercials are made using CGI. We're going to be talking about some of the pros and cons with creating live-action car commercials and some of the advantages uh, specifically that CGI has over live-action commercials. Uh, We're going to tell you specifically how CGI car commercials are created today. Be sure to stay uh, until the end of the podcast where we're going to be reading a few comments left uh, and submitted by someone like you. And who knows, maybe we'll uh, read your name and comment today. I'm Sean Johnston, one of your hosts for this edition of the CG Insider Podcast. And I'm Bill Johnston. And together, and of course, we're the CG Bros. Of course. This is a great question, uh, Bill, and it's probably something that most people don't even know. So let's, uh, let's start the discussion about this. What do you think? I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, well, I work in the business, so I know, uh, but yeah, most people don't realize that car commercials are made using CGI. I mean, there's, there's a lot of commercials that are made, you know, that are, uh, of course, you know, putting the cars and the drivers in, in, in harm's way or in in situations that they couldn't possibly be in in real life. But, um, you know, there's a lot of reasons for, for doing car, uh, car commercials uh, using CGI. And you you might even ask yourself, is it just cheaper uh, and easier to just film a car instead of you know, taking all the time and expense to create it in CG. And that's, that, that, they're both great questions. Um, but before CGI, real cars were, of course, you know, used for making car commercials. And, and you know, there are a lot of drawbacks that really limited the creative freedom of directors and, and uh, uh, when they were trying to you know, produce something fresh and something new and, and something memorable in their commercials. It, it was really a challenge. But, you know, they did quite well, but it, it was still very limiting. Yes, and I, I was part of a... Yeah, actually, kind of a part of a, 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 a pu- the public actually that uh, right around Torrey Pines in San Diego where we live, uh, we went to the beach and they had closed off all of Torrey Pines Road because they were going to be filming um, a car commercial where they had uh, this big boom that came out of this uh, one car that was it was like a three hundred sixty degree boom that would rotate around but it was like uh, computer controlled. And it would it would run alongside. There's a it's a two lane highway in each direction uh, by the coast and Torrey Pines, and you, they're running back and forth up and down this road, which is probably I don't know a quarter of a mile, maybe um, maybe less. And it would go up and down that road, um, and the camera would just be following the one on the side. It was a brand new car. I I, I don't think it was a concept car, but it was. Nobody could get on the road. I mean, they, they basically blocked the police around each end of that and they blocked that entire thing off. So I could see one of the reasons that's a part that could be a problem because of the, obviously the cost, um, cause they have to go to the city and then they have to get the permits and they have to get all that. So I don't know if you have any idea how much that would cost, but then the inconvenience to the public, um, you can't, you couldn't even walk down there without going through maybe some rocks, uh, 
um, that were maybe on the side of the road, which is not as, as safe as it could be, or you just had to sit there and wait, which is kind of a pain. So that, that was one of the, my experiences with doing a live commercial. Um, they still managed to do it, but um, you know, those, are, those are the challenges that you face. Yes, and that's that, that's just one example of the problems that filming traditional car commercials introduces. And you know, it's not like you can get it on the first take either. You know, how many takes does it take to? Oh, you know, cut, cut, take twenty-five. Uh, it, it really, it's not some. It's expensive, especially when you have to have the you know maintaining the crew and the and the equipment. It's just, uh, it's quite it gets pretty pricey. Yes, yeah, so you had that, and you had they had the the lunch trucks that were there taking up spots. Uh, I think they did it probably maybe mm, probably fifteen or twenty times. It was it was kind of uh, I know they it was it was almost at the the end of of the day, so it was the sun was kind of in its setting mode, maybe three ish, four ish, and it was starting to, to set really low and get nice colors in the sky. So, like you said, it was it was very um, uh, you know uh, inconvenient, let's say. Yes, and you're you're at the mercy of the of the live action situation. Uh, in terms of say lighting and time, like you said, if you're if it's taken you two or three hours to shoot the scene, and of course you know the sun is going across the sky, you know, and you're getting longer shadows or, or you know lighting lighting isn't right. I mean, you're it's it's really uh, it's really limiting in that sense. I mean, you have to get the shot if you want a sunset. Okay, it's great to have the sunset, but if you're trying to shoot, you know, you don't want the sunset and you want it, you shoot it at you know noon noon time, you know, sunlight. Uh, yes, you know, that that only lasts for you know, an hour or so. And so right. if you don't get the, get the shot within that time frame. you got to come back the next day and have everybody come out and lug all that stuff out and block all the lanes again. And yeah, it's, 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 it's uh, you're, you're, you're at the mercy of, of that, of whatever happens. And that's kind of, um, you know, that's one of the, definitely one of the cons of, of shooting uh, film commercials live, but uh, there's some pros as well. But I think, I think in the end it, it, you know, you can have a blend of each and, and, you know, some, Sometimes they use a, a real car and sometimes use CGI, but I, th I think it's just, you know, it just introduces a lot of issues when you're doing live action shots that requires you know, a lot of times weeks in the, in the production studio uh, doing, you know, beauty work to fix them. You know, you have to paint out reflections of, of you know, guys that you can see inside the, you know, it's like, you know, they in, in a movie where they have to, you know, the character standing in front of the mirror, they have to paint the camera out. It's, it's that you can see them in the reflections and yet, you know, they add shines and, uh, glints to, to things, they reframe the footage. And so there's a whole, whole lot of host uh, of other stuff that has to be cleaned up um, when you do a live action shot. Yes. And of course the weather and of course the, the, the factor of, let's say a prototype of a vehicle that's not built yet and they want to shoot that uh, that's going to be very, very ooh, gosh, touchy because especially if there's public uh, the public's there um, with the, today's cameras on every phone, I think that'd be a big no, no. You know, I worked with a guy that spent a lot of time at car shows. He, he was a car enthusiast. And he, he told me they constantly need to clean the cars because of the dust that settles on them. And that's why, uh, you know, they don't let you touch cars. When you go to car shows, they don't. They used to let you kind of get, get close to them and touch them, but not anymore. Uh, you know, people with popcorn fingerprints and, and who knows what's on their fingers. But it makes the shiny cars look bad. And they were constantly, uh, you know, they want them to look as good as possible. So, uh Right. You know, it was a constant battle to keep them to keep them, you know, clean. Right. I bet you I bet you went back and we looked at some old car commercials. I bet you'd probably see well, if you if we had HD and you had those car commercials, I bet there's a lot of stuff that they just left in there cuz you can't didn't really have the ability to paint that out because there was no 
no way to do it in the early 80s. That's a great point. You can actually see some of the stage lights in the car reflections. It's really, it's really amazing. Right. You but, can that, see, but that's how they did it back then. You know? Right. Right. And you can also see uh, those in movies where they've left in. You can actually see, see that in the, you know, where they've left the, the camera crews right in the reflection. And they just never got, never took it out. Yes, and you you touched on on how commercial why commercials are, are done predominantly with CGI today, and and I think that's that's a, a you know you have that's you know we talked about some of the, the problems and that and CGI solves those problems. I mean, as far as time of day and lighting conditions and and, and stuff, you, that's constant. You don't have to worry about that. Yes, and let's say you're you want to have a brand new like I said before, you have this brand new prototype. Let's say a McLaren car, and you're you're racing through South Central Los Angeles. Well, and you're going over all these potholes and, and it's jumping all around. You're not going to want to be doing that with a half a million dollar car, you know? Yeah. And there, I mean, there is exactly, exactly. Well, a lot of times the car commercials have to be done before the actual production models even built. And so, like you said, you know, even, even trying to get a hold of the prototype is, is pretty touch and go. I mean, they, 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 they treat that with a lot of confidentiality just because of the, you know, having the, you know, they're doing marketing and promotion. They don't want to bring, you know, the model out in the public before it's, you know, revealed, you know, for marketing purpose. So, uh, you know, they, they need to, to create these commercials before the car, car, you know, they even have a physical model of the car. And so that's, that's, that's one of the main reasons because the, the production, you know, the car manufacturers production uh, cycles are getting shorter and shorter. So, you know, you have to do it in CGI. So it's if you want to do the commercial, <laughs> really. Right. So which brings us to what the mm-hmm. why? What is the solution to this? What? Why? Why did they decide? Okay, what? What's making it more flexible today to use CGI? What? What? What are they using that uh, that you'd like to show today? Well, you know, I I like uh, just, I like it just for, because anything is possible. Uh, you know, for instance, let me go ahead and show a. a a clip here of uh, something I've got. Uh, kind of cool. I like it because it's anything is possible. It's uh, it means that uh, you know you can show things that are you can't you can't otherwise film. Uh, but I like real world cameras, as I've said in previous podcasts, and that that gives, just gives it that that grit of realism. So this is all all CGI, not a, not a single real car in here. Is the are the interiors of this particular commercial are they um, CGI as well? Yep, everything is CGI. That's every, every element of the car is CGI, and so that, that, that's really kind of nice because it, it's a great advantage that you know no one can literally they tell the difference. I mean, the Unreal Engine is what we're going to talk a little bit about later. Can can composite these render these things and composite them in real time with with unparalleled photorealism. I mean, you you wouldn't even be able to tell. I, of course, you can see you know this uh, is obviously not real, but but you know, it's it's photorealistic. It's really a great. Um, yes, the well, yeah. I mean, the the car is, is basically a mirror, right? And it's mirroring everything in the environment. So how so how did they do that CGI commercial like that, Bill? Where where it looked, I mean, it looked super real to me. Obviously, the car being put together uh, while he's he's being put in the almost like the Transformers, right? Where he it comes apart and. Um, uh, LaBeouf is uh, falling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's kind of a similar thing where the, gar- the car is actually all the parts are coming together and the person uh, lands in the seat, seat of the car. How, so how are they getting all those reflections to look so well, you know, as the mirror of, of the world? Well, they use virtual cameras, of course. Uh, and, and we can get into the specifics. Uh, there, there's some technology that's being used to film 
uh, it's it's actually been used the last couple of years. It's just to be so so fantastic, but it's it's become the staple of of how to create those those car commercials uh, today that that blend seamlessly into the background. Uh, they're not that, that's the thing is a lot of times they're live action plates with the CG car uh, inserted into it uh, mm-hmm. seamlessly. It's a pretty amazing thing. But I, I wanted to kind of talk about a, a, just some other benefits to doing CGI. Sure. Uh, and and it's not just you know limited to car commercials, of course, but, you know, there's no, no sets to build or, or locations to find. Uh, there, there aren't uh, temperamental uh, staff members to, to deal with, generally speaking, anyway, and there's no camera gear to lug around or, or planes to catch. It's really great to just to be able to, to, to have the, you know, the world in the, in the computer uh, that you can, you can manipulate. And not to mention, um, you know, the, the, uh, you can make last minute changes, you know, at, at, at the moment's notice. It's, it's pretty, pretty efficient. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you can save money, reduce the number of takes required to film a scene. Um, be cheaper, for example, it'd be cheaper to uh, crash two, tar- uh, two cars together for a scene rather than making a realistic uh, car crash with CGI. Uh, then if you're not, like if the director's not satisfied, of course, with the scene, how it turned out, like you said before, it becomes more expensive when you have to film that same thing again. Now you got to get two more cars, you know. Exactly. Hopefully so that's uh, definitely. Uh, and then another advantage is, is CGI environments, right? Uh, it'd be almost impossible to film, uh, you know, the same same environments in the same exact weather, same time. I guess if you, I guess maybe if there's if you're in Southern California, maybe that'd be probably the easiest way to do that because <laughs> you do get some consistency there, right? That's true. That's true. Well, you know, if the director just uh, say you shoot the commercial in live action and you decide you want to change the tint, you want to tint the windows or you want to you want to remove the windows or you want to change the rims on the car or the wheels. Um, right. Or even the car, the whole car altogether. You you just can't do that. Uh, it's just too late. But, yeah, you know, and you were talking about lighting. You, you, you can change the lighting temperature interactively, you know, the lighting direction, the angle, uh, the brightness of the lights and the shadows. You can actually adjust the shadows separately, which is really a, kind of a powerful thing as well. Um, yes, so and, I, I, and CGI provides you know photorealistic images of the product, built like built or unbuilt, like he said, and you can quickly insert that into multiple campaigns, and not just not just the commercial, but you can get, do you know print, digital ads, videos, websites uh, support, uh, besides just TV commercials, and using computer generated 3D modeling, your your product images can be altered, like you said, manipulated, rotated updated on the fly like you said maybe possibly with uh, the new jet next generation engine game engines that they use uh, yeah. no problem to to update a product before it goes to market too just you know update the image in a matter of minutes and you um you know you can cgi can replace the high-end cameras that you'd be using huge crews and like you said uh, set pieces at a fraction of the cost yes yeah, so that and it means talking about cameras that 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 really is a powerful tool for the director. Uh, he can creatively visualize different looks by just changing the camera's position and the angle, or even just can't, you know you can mess around with camera settings such as um, you know messing with focus or shutter angle or even even motion blur can be can be uh, you know added or, or or removed or even depth of field. You can you can mess with all those things kind of on the fly, mm-hmm. uh, as well as you know adding lens flares and and, and glints to stuff. And here's uh, here's a I'm showing a, a some more 100% CG cars, and you can kind of see the level of realism uh, that you can get. Um, and, and, and you might even notice in some of these shots as the car goes by, you know, you can, you can add in post camera shake and, and rumble to the camera for, you know, accentuating those dramatic moments when the car flies by the camera or there's a, you know, dramatic chase scene or something. 
Yes, and you have CG models. You can, you can with those, you can pitch to venture capitalists for funding before your product is in production. Um, so there's a lot of that with CGI modeling your product design, development, production teams uh, will have a huge head start over the competition. So um, you have a big advantage uh, using it. Well, you know, exactly. And, you know, you can creatively explore the different shots before you even render them out. It just gives you more options and and gives it to you more quickly. Um, It's just more creative and intuitive. And and in the end, that that just means it's more cost efficient. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, it's versatile technology, right? Well, you know, exactly. You know, what you see is what you get now. It's just it's it's kind of a wissy wig situation now, especially with with the real time technology coming into play. Right. AR, VR, um, animated walkarounds. Uh, those are some of the things we'll talk about in, in a few few minutes. So now you want to get into uh, something I'm biting my tongue. How are they doing these things? <laughs> are you going to get into the actual technology of it? You know, I, I think we pro- I, that sounds like a great idea. I know. Uh, so does it ha- has to do with the word black? It does. It does. Why don't you why don't you uh, why don't you blackbird blackbird? Tell, tell us what Blackbird is. Well, Blackbird is a was a technological project. It's actually a what's called a virtual car. Um, it's 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 used as a stand-in vehicle for uh, for filming. Uh, basically, uh, I, I wish I had a clip. I think you have a clip. Oh, here here I have a clip here. Yeah, this is basically. Uh, let me show you. It's it's a lot easier to, to show you than tell you. But uh, basically, you can it. It's a stand-in car, and you can map any car onto it using real-time uh, environments. There's ca- it has uh, cameras that are, uh, are mounted around it, and uh, it's taking real-time captures of the environment and then feeding it into the into the camera, and it's rendering it in real time for the camera. That's what Ooh, it looks like. There right it there. is. Yeah. Wow, it looks like a that looks like a futuristic uh, car of some kind. Yeah, that I, look how that that Mustang looks very very real. I actually have a shot of, of the Blackbird uh, created by the mill. Um, great studio. So let me go ahead and uh, show you. This is a quick shot of, of a particular, I think it's a Chevy. Goes pretty quick. And yeah, it is a Chevy. I don't know which one, which version that is. But wow, I mean, that to me looks so real. And so it's just giving you kind of a breakdown of that particular shot of that one. I also have a, another one uh, that I'd like to show. This particular one is another shot of that Chevy where you can, the, the beauty of that is you can see here, you can see all the different colors. You got silver, blue, red. I mean, you can do any color you want and it's pretty darn real to me. I mean, if you're not looking, I mean, I can't notice and I, and I look for this kind of stuff. It looks really real. The, the reflections, I think, are the things that throw it over the top I mean, as, as being the realistic thing. Because that was the hardest part for the longest time for computer graphics to, to emulate was real reflections. And uh, I think that's this totally just, like I said, it's a mirror of the world. Yes, and this, the Blackbird was, was actually created through a partnership with, that Chevy had with uh, both the mill and the Unreal, uh, Unreal software. Um, so yeah, they really moved the ball forward to advance this technology. And they... This this standing car called Blackbird mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, it has it actually uses proprietary motion capture uh, tech to, and and kind of brings it all together um, for real time rendering. It, it, they, they created a tool called Cyclops, which kind of kind of wrangles all that stuff and, and allows it to, to get into the Unreal Engine. Well, here's here's another um, 
here's another uh, version of where it's got, it's just shot. I think it's maybe downtown Los Angeles. That's what kind of looks like to me. Uh, right here is where they've got three different cars and this, they've just replaced it. The same shot with three different cars. So you can kind of see that where it's, you know, fishtailing around that semi that just comes by. It, to me, that's, that's, that's just, I mean, that's fantastic. I, I just, that blows me away. It really, really does. Yes, Most people there's, don't there's, even realize it. Yes, there's no way to tell. It's, there's no way to tell, Sean. That's not that's not real. And no. the, kind of the interesting thing is, is people are probably saying, well, how does how does that one car, you know, simulate or or uh, stand in for all those different sized vehicles? Well, it's because that virtual car has an adjustable wheelbase and adjustable suspension, um, and and so it all you have to do is really set the car, and it actually stretches the, the body stretches out depending on what kind of car you're going to be placing on the wheelbase. That's right. So that's why you saw earlier with the little compact car that I had here, you can see the difference, you know, the size difference between that and let's say the, the, the Mustang that you see here. So um, there, that's, that's the beauty of it as well. Uh, and then, of course, it's got a camera on top of, of it that's getting all 360 degrees of all the reflections of the entire environment. And they're reprojecting it back on top of the CG car and the, in the, uh, the outer uh, texture and, you know, metallic uh, body of the car. Yes, it even it even captures train data. Oh, it does. Well, so so it can project so it can project the shadows properly. Wow, that's that's amazing. <laughs> that's great. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I think going in the future, it just makes more. It makes so much more sense to use uh, CG. It's just it's just so much more uh, flexible. Um, you know, we're going over it uh, ad nauseum probably, but just. It's an exciting thing to to be involved um, in the periphery of this. Even though we're in gaming and things like that, it's it's all related. And it's just wonderful to see that technology coming forward. And here's a nice breakdown that shows, uh, uh, which is a pretty common technique these days of flying actually through the ca the camera actually flies into the vehicle or through the vehicle. You see the happy drivers. Uh, here's a kind of a breakdown of, of showing that shows that. You know, when it comes to choosing between live action and animation, there. There isn't, you know, as I said before, not there, a one size fits all solution in my mind. You know, there's, of course, you know, there's certain instances where you would reuse a real car just because it's more, it's practical to do to do that. But you know, I I I just tend to think that um, you know, as long as uh, you know, the visual effects don't get in, in the way of the narrative, um, but that's what concerns me is is uh, you know just. As dazzling as special effects are, uh, I, I like to see a, a commercial that makes me laugh. You know that, that engages me. Um, yes, you know, kind of elevates the the message. You know. <laughs> yes, and how would they? How would they do? You know, I was reading some some um, uh, comments, not a, not a, not on our channel, but on on some of the research stuff I was doing on this particular topic. And there's there's people saying, you know, that's why the cars look so perfect. You know, it's, they have. I always thought that the the uh, that they had some super um, polish that were putting around the cars. You know, it's because they're always so immaculately clean and and beautiful. And that's the thing about CG too, sparkling, yeah, sparkling clean all the time. So I know that they've done. Uh, I didn't get a chance to find any that were in in the in the in the dirt. Did you get any uh, any examples of that? Because I couldn't find any. Um, some CG uh, cars that were actually in the dirt where it was actually getting the dirt onto the outside of the vehicle. I, I think that's kind of, they haven't done that really. Cause you see those in a lot of 
off, you know, all-terrain vehicle uh, commercials where you see them, you know, going through dirt and stuff's going all over the place. Do you have any of those? I don't think so. I don't think so. Sean. That's so. That's got to be uh, the next step, right? You, that they're going to try and do, or is that? Do you think that's too difficult to get the dirt onto the car? Oh no, no, no. They've Sean. Uh, no, that's just done with texture. Well, a lot of times that, that's just done with texture maps. You know, you can you can you can put scratch. You know, paint scratches on there and and dirt and grime and stuff like that. It's not a problem. Well, just, you know, you just hit the t- Houdini button and that takes care of it all, right? <laughs> well, that's what, no, that's what the shader artists do. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, some of the, the new future, you want to go into the, some of the future stuff uh, about what we're thinking about with Unreal and those kind of things? Or do you have anything else you want to say about this? No, we can, we can go ahead and, and uh, you know, hit that. Well, here's uh, some interesting say. stuff that I was reading about. I, I knew Unreal was being used for so many things today. I mean, it's, it's getting um, ubiquitous, right? Um, uh, Unreal is is the engine to to that everybody's trying to to get it. Now, I think we mentioned last time Unity just uh, bought uh, Weta Digital, um, so they're going to be trying getting. You know, I think they're going to try and get that technology that they have here and try to compete with the uh, with that. Even though Unity can has commercials that they've used or they've made commercials, not particular commercials, but um, full full motion um, uh, short films that use their engine. But uh, I know that uh, with Unreal, we'll go back to that, that Nissan uh, did a, a particular um, campaign, advertising campaign they wanted to do for uh, some, new, some new Nissans, and they were going to do a bunch of idents, uh, which are uh, just, for anybody who doesn't know what idents are, they're just a little bit of uh, video that plays a few seconds before a program starts, kind of like uh, shows you the logo of the channel and what you're on, so just kind of promo, promo sequence. Um, so kind of TV brand identity thing. So they were going to do some idents for Nissan at the, uh, for the ICC cricket world cup. And so they wanted to have, uh, they want to create a campaign that could be easily adapted to multiple, multiple, uh, uh, territories around the world. Um, and, but they didn't want to, they didn't want to avoid all the, the spiraling costs that would possibly inevitably happen, uh, because of that, you know, wanting to do it across the world. And so, and they also want to show all the different uh, Nissans, uh, the vehicle range that they had. And so the company to officially swap out the cars and environments um, at the highest, uh, highest visual fidelity that they could. So uh, for each of the different local markets. So to achieve this, Nissan re- relied on um, a company called Untold Studios in the UK and they they came through and there was a they were trying to say whether we could do this pre-rendered or do it real time they ended up doing a, a proof of concept and doing real time and it was super cre- uh configurable for the advertising campaign and they busted out i think i don't know 20 or 30 of these things and they looked really really good um super super believable and i believe i've got some of that here um coming here here's part of the cricket uh, the beginning of the cricket thing, and then they have a an overlay kind of motion graphics, and then they have got the car there in particular where they show this particular uh, Nissan there, and that's a CG car. So here's it showing the environment they're working with where you can rotate in 360 degrees around the car. You can change the, the textures. You can change the environment. 
Um, then the reflections of the lighting and everything, all the shadows uh, are, are going to be re, uh, reflected in the new change that you're doing. Almost, It almost gives you that same feeling that you get with the LED walls that we talked about with the Mandalorian uh, commercial or um, um, uh, series on. Uh, it, it is basically the same process. Yeah, but this this gives you even more flexibility because you, you're actually in the computer right there in real time as well. So, I mean, you can spit this stuff out in no time across the world um, and update it. And I mean, at the at, look, they're updating it right there in real time. It looks fantastic. Yep, just change out the car. Yep. And that's one of the beauties of, of, of doing it in CG that we didn't really mention is the ability to repurpose. I, I don't know if you, you, you may not have noticed, but a lot of BMW commercials and Honda commercials, it's the same commercial, it's just different vehicles. And all they've done is swap the vehicles, and, and you you know you're, you're thinking you're seeing a, a different commercial, uh, and you like I said before, you just don't you don't see it, you don't know it. No. Yeah, BMW you, did. Plus, go ahead. I was gonna say plus you can repurpose, you can repurpose it. Like you can use it for you you, know, you, do, you do what you do in the computer. You can use for your print campaign, and you can use for for your uh, all sorts of materials and and uh, promotional uh, stuff that you didn't you know you don't have to you know go ahead and reshoot separate you know photos. Do a photo shoot. You can do it all on the computer. Right. There's uh, BMW did use the Unreal Engine just recently for uh, their particular um, campaign as well. And I mean, you're no, normally they've had a configuration for your car online where you can you know have a flat image. You can adjust the wheels and things like that and see. But now they're going into um, full real real time rendering of of used cars, brand new cars, um, so you can see you know, car interior options seat options uh you know real you know swap them out with wood grain uh, steering wheel different you know seats leather vegan leather cloth all those different things and so in, in addition to that you they'll let's say you go into a car dealership I, I i we don't have time to show the video today but they have um the person goes into a dealership sits down sees the car well my car doesn't have everything that i need in it I'd rather have, you know, these rims, these wheels, this color, you know, this, this, this trim, you know, inside they now have a VR experience at some of these dealerships where you can actually go into there. It's called Eve emotional virtual experience. You put the headset on, you go in there and you can actually open the car up. You can put all the different options that you want. And, uh, it, that's, that's super powerful in, for, um, the, uh, the dealerships to sell. Yeah, we're going to have a podcast that's uh, coming up early next year, I think, about uh, the talks more about this technology and wh where we think it's headed. Um, and I think with all the recent breakthroughs in, in visualization and, and rendering with the Unreal Engine and, and, and tools that haven't even, you know, been invented yet, um, especially with the processing power that, that, that's coming, coming into play now, um, you know, if, if quantum comes into play, that's, that's, I think that's going to be a whole other level. But, uh, but the ability to, to craft visuals that really tells a story... Uh, you know matters and you know I, i'm kind of curious if, if you you know if you leave us a comment and let us know if you you know if you have a favorite car commercial uh, if you've got one um I, I like to look at them myself just for the art of it oh definitely yes hey so it's getting uh close to mailbag time you want to jump into the mailbag sure i'll do them i'll do the fur you want me to do people skim people from our podcast what are the best cgi moments in film he says, I love the highway scene in The Matrix Reloaded and the scene of Godzilla going nuclear in King of the Monsters. The city destruction scene in uh, Shin Godzilla was awesome, too, because it's a mix of CG and practical miniatures. Hmm. 
Yeah, that's great. Hey, I didn't know that. So, <laughs> did you get a chance to see the Godzilla movie? I the what the recent one? Yeah, Godzilla versus uh, Godzilla versus um, King Kong. Oh yeah, of course. That yeah. was fantastic. I really yeah, it was over the top, over the top. Yeah, that was uh, enjoyable. I, I almost got burned out uh, just just from the visuals. <laughs> right. I think we talked about that before. But uh, as far as the miniatures go, uh, you know, they still use miniatures a lot in filmmaking. And that's that's something where I think we're going to cover in a future podcast as well. Uh, it's it's invisible these days. I mean, they do a really great job. Um, we got a, a comment from Little Tear uh, on our video, An Eye for an Eye. Uh, that's doing quite well on our channel. Um, and it's a pirate video. It's, it's a little pirate story. And, and uh, Little Tear says, the use of the eye patches was not because they had some type of eye damage. Uh, I guess pirates, uh, you know, we know them to wear eye patches, but uh, they say, uh, she says, uh, they put it on before robbing a ship so that when they went down into the hold of the robbed ship, uh, they changed the patch to the other eye so they could see better in the dark and, and thus not, you know, not, and thus not be dazzled and able to defend oneself better. She really? Says. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> that I is... wonder if that's true. We're going to have to now I research that. Yes. Yes. Okay, well, last one then. Uh, we'll go for uh, the video Ascension by uh, Rydell Sanchez. Uh, this is a beautiful film. Life is not easy. It's a journey we take until we die. The path sometimes is easy and many times harsh, yet we continue on till the day we die. The question is, do you give up that easily despite all the tribulations that disrupts uh, your journey? No, one must continue and achieve the goal to live. It doesn't matter our problems, our handicaps, our suffering. Every day is a new day and we must go on. I like that. I like his philosophy on that. Well, you know, I tell you what, when, I, when I'm feeling down, uh, I, I, there's a guy, that, a motivational speaker that has no arms and no legs on YouTube. And I watch him. Spe- he's a motivational speaker. And I tell you, I watch him and I, for, I forget my issues. Yeah, the perspective on that. Wow. Fantastic. Well, you know, you probably wonder where, uh, where we get the great short films on our YouTube channel. Uh, the CG Pro specializes in showcasing and promoting high-quality videos uh, for new com- media creators uh, to our huge and loyal and ever-growing audience of viewers. And we, we typically only feature the finest in CGI and VFX-related videos, at least we try to. Uh, but a lot of times, uh, you know, what we think is great, uh, the audience kind of rejects, but you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Um, and uh, the CG Bros have aggregated more than 1.5 billion views, and, and we just passed 4 million subscribers to our YouTube channel. So we just want to give a big thanks to, to you. Yes, for thank you very, there. very much. New, new subscribers are obviously coming in on board at a rate of more than 1,000 per day. You can see uh, uh, the media reach potential here, guys. Uh, your film will be exposed not only to a massive fan base, but to prominent CGI VFX uh, industry insiders who watch our channel regularly. So thanks for being a part of our podcast today. We really enjoyed uh, talking to you and answering Michael's questions. Why are most car commercials CGI? We hope you had a good time because we did, as well as learned something new as we provided a lot of inside information you may not have known about this subject. So uh, what did you think of the podcast? Uh, We'd like to know. It's important to us. So if you do us a small small favor and let us know what you thought of it uh, by leaving a comment in the section below, if you're watching us on YouTube, or if you're listening to us on audio, it'd be be great to leave us a comment there as well. We really do read them, and we'll we'll take the good, the bad, and the ugly uh, because we're working hard to make our podcast better, and, and you guys can help us do that. So if you did like it or thought it was valuable in some way, give it a thumbs up, would you, and, and pass it around. 
We do a brand new episode of the CG Insider podcast every week, and we discuss different topics relating to the business, the art, and the craft of CGI animation and digital effects, as well as other interesting and related subjects that come to our attention. Let us know about some of your questions you have about CGI or whatever. It's easy just to head over our website, thecgbros.com, and go to the About Us section and ask us anything tab like Michael did. It's as easy as that. Be sure to check out our other great entertainment that the CG Bros channel has to offer. We're both looking forward to seeing you here back next week for the podcast we'll do then. And we'll be doing uh, another insightful question. You know, uh, we have some smart people sending in these questions and you are smart. Why is entertainment so violent today? That is the next question we're going to be answering next time. That's a great question. And I I don't think you are going to want to miss this one. We'll see you here next week. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for today. We hope you've enjoyed. Well, that's the question. Why are most car commercials made with CGI? Thanks for being with us. If you watched us on YouTube and you enjoyed the experience, please give us a thumbs up. Be sure to leave a comment, too, because we might share it on a future podcast and mention you by name. Also, please share the video with your friends on social media. If you're not yet following us on our channel, please hit the subscribe button. Subscribing is free. And ring the bell so you'll be notified when we post our next podcast. If you're listening to us on our audio-only version, don't forget to tell all your friends that they, too, can enjoy the audio-only version on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can share the podcast to Facebook with the share link. That's the circle with the three dots in it. Learn more about us by going to our website, thecgpros.com, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. And be sure not to miss the next episode when the CG Bros will answer the question, why is entertainment so violent today? This has been episode 2149 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.